0: Welcome to the Color and Chaos Podcast. Thank you so much for being a part of this. Whether you are tuning in for the first time or you are returning um, from previous times of being a part of this podcast, the fact that you are taking time to watch or listen to this, whether you're watching on YouTube or on Facebook or you're listening on Google, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever else you get your podcast, the fact that you're taking time to be a part of this, it is such an honor and a privilege. And I do not want to waste your time, uh, nor do I want to just waste this opportunity to be a part of your life for the moment that we have together today. I know in my life, I've observed just this tendency to want to run away or get away from those things that make me uncomfortable. And I, I feel like there's this bent in all of us that we want to get away from what is bringing us pain, uncomfortability, hurt, and even confusion. And so color and chaos is a cry to instead of running away, doing what comes so naturally to us in the uncomfortable and the hard times of life, instead of running away, to instead turn a different direction and instead lean into our creator, savior, sustainer and allow the creator, savior, sustainer to show us not only more about who we are, but who he is and allow a growth to happen, a color to happen in the chaoses of our life. And so that's what this this whole podcast, the premise of it is. And so my hope and prayer is that every week, every episode, it's another opportunity for us to be reminded that in the chaos, there is color. Here, I want to pray and we'll jump into today's episode. Lord God, just thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you are real. That you are real. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. We just want to pause We want to ask you, we want to invite you to be a part of this moment, even if for those that maybe are listening or watching this, it's hard for them to say thank you, because right now there's just so much hurt and pain and confusion and chaos that is maybe going on in their heart and their mind right now. Lord, you know what they are going through. Lord, you know what I am going through. Lord, you know what we are going through. Lord, we bring all that we are, all that we are going through, all that we are trying to wrap our heads around, we bring it to you. And Lord, we don't want to run away from it, but instead we want to lean into you through what it is that we are going through. And so Lord, with today's episode, I pray and we pray that you use it in a real and relevant way. Lord, will you please just take us deeper in understanding and walking in an intimacy with you, our living God, not just having knowledge that may puff us up and make us feel good in the moment, but fade away the moment that hardships and trials happen, but instead to have a love and a relationship and an intimacy with you that sustains us even through the darkest of days and the hardest of moments. So Lord, we come to you today and we bring this this moment to you. Please just have your will and way. Lord, just break down the hostility that is within us towards your word. Break down the hostility that is in us to your truth. And Lord, just help us, help us be transformed from the inside out. Lord, we look to you and we rest in you, knowing that you are a God and that you care. and You are here. In your name, we pray and we surrender. Amen. 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 Growing up, one of my favorite childhood characters was Winnie the Pooh. Now, anybody who knows me knows that I am drawn to yellow. Yellow is my favorite color. I'm very surprised that I don't have anything yellow on right now. I usually do. But Winnie the Pooh, even though he is yellow, I honestly can't tell you why I was drawn to Winnie the Pooh as a little kid. Uh, To my right, right here, if you're watching, I got my Winnie the Pooh stuffed animals to prove my appreciation and love for this little, often awkward character, this little bear. Winnie the Pooh is often credited to being quirky, being kind of awkward, but also being very innocent and lovable, that his heart was massive, but sometimes it didn't come out in the best ways. Sometimes he would also often seem clumsy. Sometimes Winnie the Pooh would often seem irresponsible. But I know that there is a word that he would say over and over and over, oftentimes three times in a row. But it's a phrase that kind of came to my mind as I was thinking about uh, this podcast and this episode and, and the direction I felt led to go with this week's episode. But when Winnie the Pooh would be in a challenging just kind of puzzling situation or scenario or problem. Winnie the Pooh would say three times, think, think, think. And when you would watch the 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 cartoon or the animation of Winnie the Pooh, you would often see Winnie Pooh, Winnie the Pooh being so just kind of frustrated with himself. He would be kind of just really with all that he has, with all of his effort, just like trying to get to the solution that he knew was in his head, but he was just trying to extract it. And you would just see this like conflict that Winnie the Pooh was in every single time he was in this puzzling situation. And he would say over and over and over, think, think, think. I know for me, that personality tests tell me that I am an extrovert which means that I apparently thrive being around others, which I'm not here to debate whether or not that's true or false, but I I feel feel like a lot of times that there's something within me that does crave to be alone. I do enjoy being alone, but being alone also is very uncomfortable because when I'm alone, I do exactly what Winnie the Pooh does, and I think, I think, and I think maybe you listening or watching this, maybe you are a little bit more like Winnie the Pooh than maybe you ever thought. Maybe you are just like that. Maybe when you are alone, you think and think and think. And so because when you're alone, you think and think and think, maybe that's why maybe you're like me. And when I don't want to be alone and to think, to think, to think, I, I put a lot of different stimuluses around me in order for me to stay busy, in order for me not to have to stop and and think and think and think. But more importantly than thinking, I sometimes don't want to get alone or to pause because it's uncomfortable sometimes even to breathe, just rest, to just be, to allow my thoughts to instead on going forward to okay what in the world is co- coming up what is going on what can i do what can i not do what what should i have done what what am i doing and and what's coming up except for me thinking about all these different things sometimes when i'm alone my thoughts go instead towards is somebody there is there a purpose is there a meaning is is there something bigger than all of this Oftentimes what can feel like meaningless things that I think and think and think about. Does my life have a greater purpose than maybe right now what I'm settling on? I know there's one time that stands out to me of, of a very awkward, but very healing time where I was just alone to think I'm recording this currently, the first week of November, but it was the last week of November in 2017, and I had an opportunity on one Saturday, Saturday afternoon. I had an opportunity to just go out for a drive. It's one of my favorite things to do is just go out for a drive because when I'm at least driving, I'm able to think, and I'm able to breathe. And so, this one specific Saturday, I remember going out for a drive and just driving in an unknown location here, up here in, in Michigan, and just driving, and I was just praying and, and saying, okay, Lord, I'm here, I'm available. Lord, I don't want to think about what's coming up tomorrow. I don't want to think about what, what I've been through in my past. I just want to be here. Lord, I just want to be here. I want I want to feel intimate with you. I want to feel close to you. I just want to breathe. And I remember this Saturday that I went out for this walk, I used to live in Columbia, South Carolina before I moved up here to Michigan. And so I saw on my maps, when I pulled out my maps to try to see, okay, where can I go? What, what direction? What city looks appealing to me? There is a place up here in Michigan that was named Columbiaville. Columbiaville. So of course, with me being from Columbia, that drew my attention. So I said, okay, here we go. I set it in my GPS and I drove to Columbiaville. And so there was a lot of beautiful things about being in Columbiaville in November, but I wanted to just park my car and just go out for a walk. Around this time, I was just going through a lot of transitions. I was a year up here in Michigan up to this point, and I just wanted to go out for a walk to clear my head, to think, to think, to think, but to also breathe and breathe. I got up there up there in the afternoon, and I was walking down this trail, which used to be an old um, just uh, train path, but it was paved over. And so now it was asphalt, and I so i them walking on this asphalt road miles and miles and miles for hours just walking, and I was listening to music, and around me there's so much beautiful leaves and just foliage just all around me because it's in the middle of fall, about to be the break into winter starting, and it's just the most beautiful time of the year when you look at the trees and the different colors. So I'm walking, and I'm thinking, and I'm listening to music, and I'm breathing. But I have a moment that as I'm walking, I just start to feel, okay, I just need to breathe a little bit more than I'm thinking. Lord, what is it that you want to say to me right now? Because I feel like even though I'm giving opportunity to just breathe, that I'm still not given opportunity for you to speak. So Lord, what do you want to say to me? And what happened through that awkwardness of me walking down for for hours and not listening to music, but instead just hearing the noise around me, hearing the, the birds and the leaves and the wind and, and just walking and, and just trying just to say, okay, Lord, I'm available, I'm here. What do you want to say to me? What proceeded from that was some things that I felt like the Lord was saying to me. And, and what I did, I, I just was writing, I just jotting it down in, in my phone, and I want to read to you some of, the, some of the things that kind of came to my mind as I felt like the Lord was just bringing some things to my head as I was just breathing. So I want to read this. This is Shadow and Seasons from November 28th, 2017. Walking for miles without a soul in sight, I turn off music to acknowledge the beautiful colors that I see with my eyes. While acknowledging the shadows, I feel being exposed in the darkest parts of me. The heart of a traveler is a daily reminder that no matter the season, this is not our home. Seasons come and seasons go, and as I write this, it is fall in southeast Michigan. For me, fall seems to always bring with it a tendency for solemn reflection over the year which is winding down. Winding down just like the lives of the fallen leaves that fall brings. However, Every year also reminds me of the beauty that dying things can make. Fall reminds us that summer has faded and that cold that brushes upon our faces is a reminder that the cruel season of winter is fast approaching. Stopping to take a picture, I turn off the music in my ears in order to acknowledge the beautiful colors that I see all around me. However, with every step, I can't ignore that there is a tension and a restlessness within me that demands attention. Swallowing the spit that has gathered in my mouth, I acknowledge that the tension I feel springs up from parts of me that I try so hard to hide. I try so hard to hide it far, far away, far away from acknowledgement and darkness. I hide the tension that I feel in a darkness of refusal refusing to bring my shadows to the light. And with every step, with no one else around, I am face to face with that which is heavy on my heart and mind. Verses like John 8, 12, Psalms 139, 23, 24 come to my mind. With every step, I can't help but realize that the only reason why I feel tension is is because the same light that I hide from what is heavy on my heart and mind is the same light that is renewing me day by day by day, even here and now as I walk here in the unknown here in Michigan. With every step, I'm reminded how I am ashamed of my shadows. With every step, I am reminded how desperately I need Jesus. I go on to reflect on 2 Corinthians 4, verse 14 to 16, which says this, we know that the spirit who raised the Lord Jesus from the dead will also raise us with Jesus and present us with you to himself. All this is for your benefit so that the grace that is reaching more and more people may cause thanksgiving to overflow to the glory of God. Therefore, we do not lose heart. Though outwardly we are wasting away, Yet inwardly, we are being renewed day by day. My shadows, I struggle with the changing of the seasons of life. Honestly, I struggle with the past. I wrestle with where I am in the present, and I'm anxious of what the future seasons will bring. And with every step, I feel like I am flipping pages from the yearbook of my life so far. "'Rivers remind me of the many days "'sitting and watching the water roll by "'and falling asleep by the calming waters "'in Columbia, South Carolina. "'Rolling hills which pass me by "'remind me of my South Carolina upbringing. "'Lush woods that are all around me "'remind me of childhood adventuring with my brothers "'and the imagination and wonder "'which the woods would bring to me. "'Dirt roads bring back memories "'of a warm head laying on my shoulder "'and the eyes that reflect the summer sun.' with young love, and like the falling leaves of the autumn forest, I know that the seasons of life that I am currently in will as well, in time, pass. However, no matter what the seasons bring, I am reminded that we have a creator, savior, and sustainer that makes no mistake. I am reminded that we have a creator, savior, sustainer that is I am when I am not. In Revelations 1.8, the Lord says this, I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord God. I am the one who is, who always was, and who will still be to come, the Almighty One. With every step I take, I'm reminded that no matter the toil of that changing seasons of fall and winter bring, Nothing takes away the upcoming season of spring and summer and their commitment to restore what the former seasons leave behind. Philippians 1.6, Paul says this, being confident of this, he who begun a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. We all have shadows, the hurts, the fears, the regrets, the insecurities, memories, and brokenness that each season of life brings and leaves with us. Likewise, the shadow of our toils, which we feel now, does not affect the grace and commitment that our Creator, Savior, Sustainer has to finish the good work that He has begun in us. Regardless of your circumstances, regardless of your current struggles, regardless of your present hurt, we have a creator, savior, and sustainer that promises to renew us and is faithful to do so. Matthew 11, verse 28 to 30, Jesus says this. He says, come to me all who labor and who are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And you shall find rest for your souls. My yoke is easy, and my burden is light. With every step, I am reminded that this world is not our home, and the changing seasons remind me that there truly is a color in the chaos. So, what are our shadows? May we not be ashamed to cast our burdens on the one who cares for us. May we not be scared to bring our shadows our worries, our performances, our anxious thoughts, our doubt, our fear, our confusions, and bring those shadows to the finished cross of Jesus and the shadow that Jesus cast on our lives when we approach his cross with all that we are. Every fallen leaf that we see around us declares an absence of life in their current circumstance. However, just as every fallen leaf reminds us of the beauty that dying things can make, may we see a beauty and shadows fading as we grow and bring our broken hearts, our shadows to the light. Jesus, there is no fall and there is no winter that is exempt from eventually succumbing to spring. And ironically, the most destructive seasons of them all, fall and winter, lays the foundation for the most developmental seasons of them all. And in months... Every fallen leaf that our eyes see that the season of fall and winter brings will stand in stark contrast to the green leaves that sway in the spring sun. May we not be afraid to pray in every seasons. As the seasons change, change me. It is so easy to think and think and think, but sometimes it is so hard to breathe breathe, 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 breathe. And and not just breathe and, and continue to think, 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 and think about all that we have done, all the things that we didn't do, all the things that we need to do, but instead to breathe and say, Lord, help me think about you. Help me think about what you want to show me in the season that I'm in right now. As I was thinking about what to talk about in today's episode, I just felt led to talk about the reality that somebody listening or watching this, you need to be reminded, breathe. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay that everything doesn't fall on you. It's okay. It's okay. Where you're at right now in the season of life that you're in, the responsibilities that are put on you right now, the burdens that you may be feeling or that you have felt, the regrets that maybe you have. Maybe you're like Winnie the Pooh and you're constantly just thinking and thinking and thinking and you're just trying to just keep your head above water and breathe, but it's okay. Just breathe. Just breathe. You have permission. Breathe. Breathe, it's okay. It will be okay. The fact that you are breathing, the fact that you are here, you have a God that is faithful, that is sovereign. And he has a plan and purpose for your life that goes far beyond anything you can produce or anything you have or have not produced. Breathe, it's okay. Today is a new day. What is it that's taking up your thoughts and your heart? right now, that maybe is heavy. Maybe the season that you're going through feels a lot like fall. And and you're just trying to brace yourself for the winter. Or maybe you feel like you're in a winter right now and you can't imagine the idea that there is a spring coming. Or maybe you're just like Winnie the Pooh and you're stuck in this loop of just beating yourself up. But breathe. Breathe, breathe. God, you are present and you are good beyond what my mind can comprehend that means. that You are faithful beyond anything that I've experienced or yet to experience. You go beyond my understanding or my experiences. Lord, you are the I am when I am not. And as seasons change, Lord, please change me. May we give ourselves permission in the season of life that we're in to breathe. It's okay. Today is a new day. Heavy heart, today is a new day. A verse that stands out in my mind is Philippians 4, 8. And if if you right now listening or watching this, you're struggling with, with, okay, Lord, how can I breathe? How can I breathe right now? I got so much going on. I wanna remind you of what Paul wrote to the Philippian church. And he says this, in Philippians 4.8, he says, Finally, brothers and sisters, one final thing, fix your thoughts on whatever is true and honorable and right and pure and lovely and admirable. Think about such things that are excellent and worthy of praise. May we rest. And instead of thinking and thinking and thinking of all this stuff that is weighing us down, may we instead think and say, okay, Lord, I'm yours as these seasons are changing around me. Lord, change me. Help me not miss the forest for these trees that I've been focusing on. There is a color in this chaos and there is purpose in this pain. But Lord, I will not be able to find this if I keep focusing on finding it on my own. But Lord, you have created me. You have created me dependent on you. And Lord, I recognize that I am not the all-sufficient savior, but I am created. I am created to surrender to the one who is, and that's you, Jesus. You are my all in all. You are my rest. You are my peace. You are my understanding. You are my rest and my permission to breathe. Breathe, 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 breathe. Heavy heart. I say this all the time. Heavy heart, rest, easy. Rest easy, rest easy. God's got this and God's got you. God's got this and God has got you. I remember there was a time where I was just so heavy hearted over so many different things. And I just felt so broken. I felt so confused. I didn't know what was going on. And, and I didn't know if all the things that I've worked so hard for was just falling by the wayside. I remember sitting at the same desk that I'm at right now, right here. And I remember sitting down and I just drew this. And if you're watching this, I, I simply just draw a line with, with loops in it. Just this line with loops. And, and I, I wrote this arrow so through these loop-de-loops, the arrow is continually going up. But I remember drawing this, and, and I just felt like the Lord put on my heart just a realization that, that, Lord, you, you placed me here in the middle of these loop-de-loops, in the middle of all this chaos and confusion. Lord, for some reason, they, a reason that goes beyond my understanding, Lord, you and your sovereign will has allowed me to be in the middle of this chaos, And it was profound to me because it reminded me, okay, Lord, if you allowed me to be placed here, I will take rest and I will breathe. And knowing that you are with me as I am here, I can breathe knowing that you are the one that will carry me and lead me through this chaos of my life and the season that I'm in. Lord, you are here. You were with me then, and you are with me now. Heavy heart, may we remind ourselves, may we tell ourselves, no, 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 no. I'm not going to think about the things that that take me away from the realization that, Lord, you are with me now. But instead, I'm going to think about whatever is noble and true and trustworthy and pure and honorable. And, and what that begins with, the foundation of all those things is, Lord, for one, you are here. Two, Lord, you will never leave me. Three, Lord, you are faithful no matter what I may mess up or what I may do well. And Lord, you have a plan and purpose for my life that goes far beyond anything this world can offer. Heavy heart, you were created with a niche and the Lord has a plan and purpose to use you regardless of your strengths and your weaknesses. Because if anything, in your weaknesses, that's where the Lord's grace is perfected within you. And that is where the most glory goes to our God. Because in your weaknesses, the Lord can use you and will use you and wants to use you. He wants you to be able to be a image and a picture of his grace and his mercy and his love and his forgiveness. And he uses all of the chaos of our life in order for our attention to go upon the one that we were created to think and think and think and breathe and breathe and breathe upon. Our hearts will never find rest until we are resting in him. May we think about whatever is noble, true, trustworthy, and pure. Think about such things. Think about such things. I wanted to end with an excerpt from a commentary that goes on this verse that we just read of Philippians 4.8. And this, this person, his name is Alexander McLaren. And he was a Baptist preacher in the late 1800s. Uh, early 1900s. But this Baptist preacher, he wrote a commentary and kind of just expounded on this verse right here. And I wanted to read a little bit of it because I feel like there's a lot that he touched on regarding this verse about thinking whatever is noble and true and trustworthy and pure. And my hope and prayer is that this will wash over you and again, encourage you and encourage me to breathe and to rest and to not allow ourselves to think, 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 think to the point that we forget, Lord, it is you that I can breathe, knowing that you are sovereign and that you are still in control and that you are God and you are good and you have a plan and purpose for my life, even in the season of chaos that I may be going through. So Alexander McLaren, he says this, when the Bible says, think on such things, to begin with, that advice implies that we can And therefore, we should exercise a very rigid control over that part of our lives, which a great many of us never think of controlling at all. There's a host of people whose thoughts are just hooked on to one another by the slightest links of accidental connection and who scarcely ever put a strong hand upon them or coerced them into order or decided what they are going to let come into their minds and what to keep out. Circumstances which are the necessities of our daily occupations, the duties that we owe to one another, all these things make certain streams of thought very necessary. And to some of us, it makes it very absorbing as well. And for the rest, well, they say who he who has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. And anybody can go in and out And I'm sure that amongst young men and women, there are multitudes who have never realized how responsible they are for the flow of the waves of that great river that is always coming from the depths of their being and have never asked whether the current is bringing down sand or bringing down gold. Exercise control as become of you over the run and drift of your thoughts. I said that many of us have minds like cities broken down. May we put a guard at the gate as they do in some continental countries, and let in no vagrant that cannot show his passport and a clear bill of health. Now, that is a lesson that some of you know and want to know very well. But further, notice that company of fair guests that you may welcome into the hospitalities of your heart and mind. Think on such things. And what are they? It could be absurd of me to try to exhaust the great catalog, which the apostle Paul gives here. But let me say a word or two about it. Whatever things that are true, think about such things. May we let our minds be exercised, breathed, braced, lifted, filled by bringing them into contact with truth, especially the highest of all truths, the truth affecting God and your relations to him. Why should you, like so many of us, be living amidst the small things of daily life, the trifles that are here, and never coming into vital contact with the greatest things of all, the truths of God in Christ, and what you have to do with them, and what they have to do with you? Whatsoever things are true, think of such things. And then the Bible goes on to say whatever things that are honest or as the word may purely and nobly means, whatever things that are reverent or venerable, let grave serious solemn thought be familiar to your minds, not frivolous and not mean things. There's an old story in Roman history about the barbarians breaking into the capital and their fury being awed into silence and struck into immobility as they observed and saw around the hall and around the tables, the senators, each orderly in their own seat. Let your minds be like that, with reverent thoughts clustering on every side. And when wild passions and animal desires and low mean contemplations dare to cross the threshold, they will be awed into silence and stillness. Whatever things that are August, think of such things. Whatever things that are just, let the great solemn thought of duty, obligation, what I ought to do, be very familiar to your consideration and meditation. Whatever things that are just, think on such things. Or when the scripture says, whatever things that are pure, let white robed angels haunt the place. Let there be in you a shuddering recall from all the opposite. And entertain angels, not being unaware of their presence. Whatsoever things are pure, think on such things. Now, these characteristics of thought, which I've already touched upon, all belong to a lofty region. But the apostle is not contented with speaking just obscure things that cannot be obtained. He goes now into a region tinged with emotion, and he says, whatever things that are lovely for goodness and beautiful and in effect is the only beautiful. Whatever things that are lovely, think on such things. And whatever things that are good, report. All the things that men speak of and speak good in the very naming of, let those thoughts be in your minds. And then he gathers it all up to two words. If there be any virtue, which covers the ground of the first four, and he has already spoken, about truth, whatever is true, venerable, just, and pure. And if there be any praise, which resumes and sums up the last two, lovely and of good report, think on such things. Heavy heart, may we take time today and breathe. Breathe, 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 breathe. And just meditate on the reality that we have a creator and that creator is not distant, but is present. That creator knows your thoughts and my thoughts. Psalms 139, that he knows when we sit, when we rise, he knows our thoughts from afar. May we give an invitation for that creator as David does in Psalms 139, verse 23, 24. May we give an invitation. Creator, search me, O God, know my heart. Test me, know my anxious thoughts. And see if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in your way everlasting. Even if that means that it, it, that is uncomfortable and, 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 and there's, there's light shining in places that light hasn't shown in a long time. But may we remember that we have been given a brain not to worry about the things that are so meaningless at the end of our life but may we use our brain to think about what matters the most. And first and foremost is that we've been created with a purpose and that creator will do anything and everything in order to pursue after your heart in order for you to know that he is here and that he cares and that he has a name and that he created you with a plan and purpose. that goes far beyond anything this world can offer. May we breathe. It's okay. Today is a new day. Whatever is lovely, pure, noble, trustworthy, honorable, let's think about such things. Let us pray. Lord God, thank you so much that you are here right now. Lord, thank you that in you, we can breathe. Because we can breathe and rest knowing that you are God and that you are present and that you are still good and you still have a plan and purpose. It goes far beyond any darkness that may we, that we may feel or have experienced or will experience. That you are still good and you are still here. Lord, help us rest in that. Lord, for those that are, are in a situation right now or maybe a career or maybe just in a an environment right now where they're just doubting their ability or they're doubting whether or not you are present with them in the season of life that they are in, Lord, would they please, Lord, I, I, I ask you in the name of Jesus, Lord, will you please remind them that you are here and that you care? Help them breathe, 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 breathe. Lord, we rest in your strength. Lord, we seek you first and foremost, knowing that through you we can have rest and that we can have peace that our souls long for. May we live by your wisdom, by your truth, whatever's good and noble and trustworthy and true and honorable. Help us think about such things. Help us like Alexander McLaren, he said in that commentary, Lord, help us Help us be in our thoughts, be so surrendered to you that even when we have those wild thoughts, those those Winnie the Pooh moments where we just say, "Ah, I'm just thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. and, And we start to go down and forgetting your sovereignty and forgetting that you are God and that you are here and that you are the strength that we lean on. Lord, the moment that we start having those Winnie the Pooh thoughts, may we be awed by the stillness and peace that your word and your truth offers. Lord, you were faithful to Paul, you were faithful to Peter, you were faithful to Abraham, you were faithful to Jacob, you were faithful to our fathers and our father's fathers. Lord, the fact that we are breathing here today, Lord, I pray against anybody who has suicidal thoughts or, 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 or just d- defeating and, and evil and wicked thoughts within their heads concerning themselves or concerning others. Lord, I pray against that, Lord, and I ask you to overflow all of us with whatever's noble, true, trustworthy, and pure and honorable. Lord, help us think of such things. And in these seasons that we go through, in these seasons, as these seasons change, Lord, will you please, will you please change us? Lord, help us be more who you've created us to be and less who this world wants to mold us into. Lord, we surrender control to you. And as we surrender control, Lord, we know we can breathe and rest knowing that you are faithful. So, Lord, we surrender all of this to you and we rebuke any anxious thought, any worry, doubt, confusion. Lord, we accept the invitation that you offer for us to recognize our faults and to recognize our insufficiencies. And to lay down all of our efforts, knowing how much it has cost, but knowing that when we lay down our efforts, you can do so much more with it than anything we can do on our own. So, Lord, we breathe and we call upon your name, the only name that can save Jesus. And in Jesus' name, we pray and we surrender. Amen. Amen. Heavy heart, rest easy. Breathe. It's okay. Today is a new day. May we not be afraid to say, Lord, you are here, you are God, and you care. Heavy heart, rest easy. I look forward to talking to you next week. No matter what you may be going through, you are not alone. God bless you. You have a great day. Talk to you later. See ya.